Bismillah Wassalatu Wassalamu Ala Rasulillahi Wa Ba'd And we continue our lessons And in the guide to sound creed Last time we discussed the point regarding the exaggeration regarding the status of the Prophet and that is one of the ways that leads to major shirk one of the ways that leads to major shirk and we mentioned uh, certain points and in it and one important hadith whereby the Prophet sallallahu said to not exaggerate in praising me as the Christians exaggerated regarding Ibn Maryam regarding the son of Maryam meaning Prophet Isa alayhi salam and he sallallahu said say I am a servant of Allah and his messenger say and instead say I mean the uh, servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger there's a hadith that we did not uh, mention last time and we will mention it and today has been uh, narrated by Anas ibn Malik anhu, and he said that some people said Ya khayrana okay, and Ya khayrana wa ibn khayrina oh the, oh the best amongst us the son of the best, the best amongst us okay, that this was mentioned and regarding the Prophet Sallallahu he was mentioned to the Prophet and also they said Ya Sayyiduna wa ibni wa ibnu Sayyidina oh our master and the son of our master and he Sallallahu Alaihi he replied and he said to them oh people say what you are saying but do not allow and do not allow the shaitan to deceive you I am Muhammad servant of Allah and his messenger and I do not like that you raise me above the status which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me. And the Shaykh mentioned that that's been uh, reported, collected by An-Nasai, and that the Senate, the chain of narration, is jayyid, and it is good. So that is a clear hadith here. Uh, we see that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he prohibited that anyone should and he raise him above the status that he was given and the status that he was given meaning the what was mentioned and regarding him and we see in the quran whereby allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions and describes his prophet with the word abd servant and with the word rasul messenger and with the word an nabi the word and the prophet so these are the words that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam wanted and the people to mention and regarding him and that they do not raise him or give him descriptions and above that the descriptions and in which the people invent the descriptions which are not mentioned by Allah may Allah and his subhanahu wa ta'ala and these descriptions other sheikh mentioned they are from the highest of the levels of servitude. Those descriptions, meaning Abd, servant, and the Rasul, messenger, they are the descriptions 
which are from the highest of levels of servitude and the highest level of servitude and this is what he sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he wanted the people to describe him in this manner today we mention and we discuss a topic which has a and a connection to the previous topic and this topic is and regarding the exaggeration concerning the status of righteous people and the exaggeration regarding the status of righteous people and this is from or one of the ways that leads people to major shirk to exaggerate in the praise exaggerate regarding the status and the station and the virtue of righteous people Sikshon al-Fawzan, he says, and he regarding this, he says, if exaggeration regarding the status of the Prophet ﷺ is prohibited, as we discussed in the last lesson, if that is prohibited, then first and foremost, the, only to exaggerate regarding the status of righteous people, that is also prohibited and that is also prohibited if it is prohibited regarding the prophet وسلم, regarding his status then first and foremost it precedes that that likewise it is even more prohibited regarding the righteous people and the people who are worshippers of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says that the meaning of al-ghulu fi salihin the meaning of exaggeration and regarding the status of the righteous he says raf'uhum fawqa manzilatihim allati anzalahum Allah ila ma la yajuzu illa lillah said to raise them to raise them above and their status above the status which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them to a status which is not permissible and a status which has descriptions and things mentioned and regarding them which is not permissible which is not allowed except for Allah Azza wa Jal meaning things are mentioned regarding them which are not permissible and those affairs are only to be mentioned regarding Allah as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone has right and he to those affairs himself and he alone so therefore and the exaggeration is to raise them to mention about them and to believe and regarding them certain affairs that raise them above the level that they have been given to a level and which is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is what it means exaggeration and regarding righteous people exaggeration and regarding their status for example the sheikh says for example seeking refuge seeking refuge in them from regarding the difficult times and in difficult times so to seek refuge in the righteous and those righteous people at times of difficulty in painful times, hard times, 
And likewise, an example, At-Tawaf, Biquburihim, to animate Tawaf around their graves. Make Tawaf around their graves. Wat-Tabarruk, Biturbatihim, and to seek blessings by the, from their graves, by touching their graves, or touching the soil around their graves, or the soil on their graves, and having the belief that you are getting blessings from this. And likewise, to slaughter animals, to slaughter any animals at their shrines. The shrines have been built on the graves of the righteous people, and in those shrines that should not have been built in the first place, and slaughtering animals around them, sacrificing animals around them, and elsewhere, and asking for help and aid from them. These affairs here that the Sheikh has mentioned, if a person does this and believes in this, and regarding the righteous people, then they have raised them to a level and to a status above that which actually they have. The status above the status which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them, as all of these are actions of worship. All of these are actions of worship. And actions of worship are only to be performed for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Shaykh then says, and indeed Shaytan has caused the people of Nuh to fall into shirk from the angle of an exaggeration regarding the righteous people. Exaggeration regarding the status of the righteous people. So therefore it is a must to be warned and regarding this and to be careful regarding this. Even if a person has a good intention. Good intention. For example, a person's intention when they are seeking blessings, for example, from the graves or they have uh, and seeking aid, even though they have a good intention, meaning their intention is to do something good. Even if that's the case, and the action is wrong. The action, and it is wrong. So therefore, people must be warned and regarding this, and people must stay away from these affairs, must stay away from these affairs. Because this is how shaitan caused the people of Nuh to fall and the into shirk by way of exaggeration concerning the status of their righteous people. And as we uh, and he know from the story of Nuh, and the shaitan, he came to a generation and convinced them to make statues and pictures of those righteous people who had passed away for the reason and for the purpose of remembering them you remember them so therefore when you remember them then you want to be good as them you want to follow the example and as so they did so as time went by that generation who made those statues and those pictures they passed away the next generation came and shaitan went to that generation and convinced them that the ancestors who built and made these statues and pictures that the reason and the purpose of that was to worship 
those righteous people and they fell into shirk from that angle okay so they went and they fell into exaggeration regarding the status of those righteous people they raised their status into a status above that which they had and fell into and they shirk so the shaykh says and the shaytan and he likewise he has caused any people from this ummah people from this ummah to fall into shirk like the people of Noah fell into shirk caused a lot of people from this ummah to fall into shirk as the people of Noah and he fell and he into shirk caused them to exaggerate regarding their status make them fall into bid'ah okay bid'ah and they did this believing that that is a type of venerating the righteous a type of praise for the righteous and this is how you show your love and for for the righteous so some of the people a lot of the people from this ummah ummah muhammad وسلم, they fell into shirk from that same angle regarding an exaggeration in the status of the righteous and the people and they were deceived and they were made to think that that is a type and a form of showing love for them and a form of and he praising them so the shaykh says and the shaytan continues to incite and the people to fall into shirk incites people and incites those who worship the graves incites those people and to fall into things that are greater than that he incites them by convincing them and he first and foremost to build a shrine over those graves <clears throat> and to build a shrine over those graves so if you have a people and who did not worship any graves at all a person from them and a righteous person passed away so the shaitan comes and convinces them to build a shrine over that person's grave as a way of remembering them and to sit there and to perform i'tikaf meaning to stay there at that grave for a lengthy period of time as a form of you being remembered of them being remembered of their good and aware of instilling that good in you and that this is a form of showing love to them respecting them as well and of course likewise and that and in the next step if you make dua at their graves then your dua will be accepted because they were righteous this is a special place now a special grave a special person and for you to make dua at those graves then your dua will be answered and is the next step of the shaitan then the shaitan takes them to the next step that now they should seek aid and he threw them seek aid from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he threw the those righteous people who have passed away in those graves and when they get accustomed to that the shaykh mentions then the shaitan takes them to the next step which is now 
to make dua actually to them. And if you're making dua to Allah through them, okay, by making the dua mentioned by this person, oh Allah save me by, by this person, etc., etc. Now, changes to making dua directly to them, asking them directly. And to worship them and to ask them for intercession. And besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, at that point, those graves become an awthan, becomes like idols, like idols, idols that are worshipped besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they start decorating those graves with lamps, putting curtains around them, and they're performing tawaf, they perform tawaf around those graves, touching those graves for barakah, kissing those graves for barakah. Yeah, I need to get blessings. And when they get accustomed to that, then the next step is the shaitan convinces them to call people now to worship those graves. To call people to worship those graves. And to take those graves as a place of celebration, yearly celebrations to be performed there, and certain rites of worship to be performed there. When they get accustomed to that, then the shaitan takes them to the next step, which is to believe that whosoever prohibits you from doing this, whosoever prohibits you from doing these actions, I need to those graves. Therefore, I need mean, they have lowered the status of, of those righteous people. They have lowered the status of the allies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they hate them and they hate them. So therefore, I need mean, their blood and their wealth is not haram upon you and that those people have no any value. These people have no any value. And this is what occurred I mean, to a lot of the ignorant and the people. A lot of those who ascribe themselves to Islam and to Deen, that they have become enemies to the people of Tawheed. And to the people of Tawheed. And that they call them and accuse them, label them with names, and they make people and stay far away from them. Make the common people to and he distanced themselves and he from the people of Tawheed and all that and he they do under the pretext of loving the righteous the pretext and he, of loving the righteous and venerating them and praising them and the Sheikh says and they have light and he regarding this they have light because true love and to show true love for the righteous and the people is that that must be in accordance to the book and the sunnah. That's first and foremost, must be in accordance to the book and the sunnah. And that is by way of knowing their virtue. Knowing their virtue. And following their example. Regarding the righteous actions that they used to do. Which is in accordance to the book and the sunnah. Without being excessive and without negligence. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as has indicated in this verse, where Allah Azzawajal says, يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِإِخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلًّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ رَؤُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ They say, our Lord, forgive us 
and forgive our brothers, those who preceded us with Iman, and do not place or allow in our hearts any resentment towards them, and any resentment, and for those who have believed, our Lord, indeed, you are of forgiving, most merciful. And in this little text here, the shaykh has mentioned about six points, six stages, six steps that the shaytan takes the people through. And the first one is when your righteous passes away, he convinces them to build shrines on those graves and to perform i'tikaf, meaning to stay there for a lengthy period of time. Then he convinces them that dua is answered as though at those graves, the graves of the righteous, for you to make dua there because it's a special place, a special grave of a special person who was close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the second stage is to make them to believe that for you to go there and to make dua to Allah, that your dua will be accepted. Another way of and getting closer, getting them closer to those, to those graves and spending a lot of time there. Then he convinces them the third stage is to seek aid and with Allah through them. Ask Allah to aid them by way of the virtue of so-and-so who is in this grave because they believe they were righteous, they were close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, therefore Allah will answer the dua in this manner. So that's the, th the third step. Then the shaitan takes them from that to make uh, and he dua actually to those in the graves, to them directly. Make dua to them for them to aid them, to seek refuge into the, uh, with them and to ask for intercession. Then the, four, the fifth stage convinces them to call others to worship those righteous people, to come and worship at those graves, to call others and he, uh, here and to perform yearly celebrations uh, and rites and a pilgrimage of certain actions of worship that people come here and need to do so basically to beautify beautify and that grave and that area and the things that go on and around there entertainment the sixth is to make them believe that whosoever tells you do not go to the grave, do not do these actions, it's shirk, it's not according to the sunnah. You shouldn't be doing that, do not go there. This is not allowed in Al-Islam to make them believe that whosoever says anything or utters anything like that, that they have lowered and belittled those righteous people and that they hate them and that those people have no value. In, in, with you, they should have no value. Right? Those people of Tawheed, Ahl-Sunnah, they have no value and their wealth and their blood is not haram for you. So you can take whatever you please and do whatever you please and you're with them. And some of them uh, actually take uh, takfir of Ahlul Sunnah in this manner. They make their people, their common people believe that whosoever prevents you from doing this at the graves and mention this about the righteous, that they have disbelieved. Yeah? They are and non-Muslims, they are kuffar. So therefore you can do whatever you please with them. They have no value. And these are the six points here that, that we just mentioned before that the Shaykh and he mentions regarding those steps that the Shaytan takes the people through.
from one, uh, starting from one point of exaggeration, moving to another exaggeration, moving to another exaggeration, to another exaggeration, which leads to shirk. And then from that shirk, another exaggeration of calling people to it and another exaggeration and in regarding their belief and in regarding Ahlu Sunnah and the people of Tawheed who call them and to leave these types of actions as it is opposed, opposing and it opposes the Sunnah and the Book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the Shaykh and he mentions a kalam of Mutaymiyyah and he said uh, whosoever and every person whosoever or every person and he who exaggerates or goes into hulu and regarding a prophet or a righteous person then they have attributed divinity or they have attributed a type of divinity and he to them so whosoever exceed the bounds and regarding the status of a prophet or a righteous person raises them above their status then what they have done is they have given them or attributed to them a type of divinity for example Ibn Taymiyyah says for example when they say oh my master oh master so and so grant me victory aid me provide for me and i belong to your party etc etc from these types of speech all of that is shirk and it is misguidance and in a muslim country and who applies firmly tawheed and any the sunnah ibn taymiyyah mentions here and in the case where well, they they, they these people who fall into these actions of shirk, they are to be commanded to repent and to leave these actions of worship. And to the graves, to leave performing them. They should repent. If they repent, then it is accepted from them. But if not, then capital punishment is to be applied to them. Capital punishment and is to be applied to them. And of course, and this what the Taymiyyah is mentioning here and that is regarding and the laws that the Muslim leader and he takes and it's not laws that the general common folk takes into their own hands and he continues and he says Ibn Taymiyyah says and verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent his messengers and he revealed his scriptures so that he may be worshipped alone without any partners and that nobody is called upon and he besides him no deity and no one is called upon and he besides him and whosoever supplicates and calls upon something or someone besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or with Allah azza wa jal for example, a person calls upon an Isa or the angels or one of their idols. That they do not believe that these, their deities or those that they've called upon create 
like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They do not believe that they bring down the rain or the vegetation. وَإِنَّمَا كَانُوا يَعْبُدُونَهُمْ أَوْ يَعْبُدُونَ قُبُورَهُمْ أَوْ يَعْبُدُونَ سُوَرَهُمْ وَيَقُولُونَ Indeed, and instead, they worship them and they worship their graves and they worship their statues and pictures and they say مَا نَعْبُدُهُمْ إِلَّا لِيُقَرِّبُونَ إِلَى اللَّهِ زُلْفَى As Allah mentioned, so regarding them, that they said, we do not worship them except that they should bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they do not believe, they do not believe that they bring down rain or can create or can bring out the vegetation. But they believe that they could bring them closer to Allah Azza wa Jal. That's the reason that they worship them. Or and they say, As Allah mentions regarding them, they say, These are our intercessors before Allah. These are our intercessors before Allah. And it's subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah Azza wa Jal sent his messengers to prohibit that nothing and to prohibit the worship of anything besides him. And nothing should be called upon and supplicated to any besides him. And regarding dua ibadah or dua istiratha a dua that is ibadah or dua is seeking aid. And this is the end of the kalam of Ibn Taymiyyah rahmallahu ta'ala that the shaykh and he has quoted. Shaykh Salah al-Fawzan then he continues and he says and regarding this text that we've just read it becomes clear and he brings out the shubha and the doubt of those who worship the graves that the excuse and those who allow and these types of actions and they use the excuse that they do not believe that they are partners with Allah in creating or providing or giving life or causing death merely they just believe that they are the middle person and in between them and Allah Azza wa Jal and they are able to fulfill their needs and they are able I need to intercede for them and cause their difficulties to be lifted from them and the Sheikh says this is the same doubt which the mushrikeen in the time of Jahiliyyah in the time of the Prophet this is the same and he doubt that they brought in the same excuse uh, excuses and that they brought and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has invalidated these in his book and Allah azza wa jal Sheikh says in reality the shirk of the present day people is far worse and far more and the way it is they've increased and compared to the shirk of the people of Jahiliyyah. So the shirk of the people nowadays is far worse than the shirk of the people of Jahiliyyah in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nowadays, they mention the names of their deities by raising their voices at any time they get, at any opportunity that they get, at every occasion they mention 
the name of those uh, dead people that they worship, those righteous people and in their eyes. And they do not mention the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except only a few times. Only a few times they mention the name of Allah Azza wa Jalla. And compared to the amount of time they mention the names of their righteous person that they worship besides Allah Azza wa Jalla. Difficulty comes, they mention the name of their righteous person that they worship. Ease comes, same, same affair. The Sheikh says that the Mushrikun in the time of the Prophet their shirk was in times of ease. And they used to commit shirk in times of ease. But when it came at the times of difficulty, they used to only call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whereas the present day, uh, any people who fall into shirk, their shirk is continuous in times of ease and in times of difficulty. And in times of ease and in times of difficulty. And Imam Muhammad ibn Ismail al-Sun'ani, and he mentions a, only a line of poetry. And the meaning of this line of poetry and it is how much or how often they utter their names during hard times. Just like the desperate one when he calls upon the one and the self-sufficient master whom all creatures and he need. And his imam and he mentions and the state of those people who worship graves besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that their utterance of the names of those righteous people that they worship is far greater. Is far and greater. Like the person and he who's desperate and is only calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. So they're raising and he there, the righteous person to the level and of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to a level of divinity. They raise their, their status and their ranks. Then the Shaykh and provides an advice and he says, Faya ulama'ul muslimin, all scholars of the Muslims, as a general advice. The Shaykh says, All the scholars of the Muslims, you are responsible for those deviated people. Why do you not clarify for them the true path? Why do not? Uh, why don't you prohibit them from shirk whilst you living amongst them and you are mixing with them? You do not clarify the truth to them, and you do not prohibit them any from shirk. Why do you neglect that which Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has made compulsory upon you? And from da'wah and bayan. From da'wah, and he calling them to the truth and bayan, clarifying that truth and he to them. As Allah subhanahu wa says, وَإِذْ أَقَضَ اللَّهُ مِيثَاقَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابِ And when Allah, and he took the covenant from those who, and from those people of the book, saying, it is upon you to make it clear to the people and do not conceal it. And they do not, and he conceal it. So this is general advice that the Sheikh is given, giving, and to those 
are the people of knowledge in their lands who mix with the people mix with the people who are deviated but then they do not warn them against shirk against those actions they do not call them to the truth but they just leave them the way they are the shaykh says is it not the case that these scholars are the inheritors of the prophets and the prophets they came and they made inkar concerning shirk they forbade and they shirk and they and he strove with their people so that all of the actions of worship is performed for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he alone so he says fear Allah in the, regarding the responsibility that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed upon you and now you will be questioned and you'll be guarding it you'll be questioned and you'll be regarding it as mentioned in the hadith the authentic hadith of the scholar and he will come on the day of judgment and be thrown in the hellfire and he from the first any people to be thrown in the hellfire and one of them will be the scholar who did not act upon upon their knowledge he says if you see that this is shirk you consider those actions to be shirk and you leave the people upon what they are upon and then this is and khatir this is dangerous this is dangerous. If you know these actions are shirk, but you do not warn the people from them, then this is dangerous. But if you do not see that they are, these actions are shirk, then that is even more severe. That's even more dangerous. When only some people, uh, only the people who are attributed to knowledge, seen as scholars in their community, if they cannot even and he know what shirk is they can't even spot out what this what if this is shirk and regarding those actions then this is even more dangerous for the people he says because you are any ignorant ignorant regarding any affairs or an affair which is extremely clear is very and very clear to understand and the shaykh makes dua and says oh Allah and he rectified the state of the muslimin and guide those who are misguided indeed you are able to do all things and this is a general advice and he's from the shaykh and he at the end here and, he, and this is very important as we see a lot of these exaggerations and in Amongst and the Muslims, those who ascribe themselves to Al-Islam nowadays, where they exaggerate regarding the status of their righteous, and they raise them to a level above their level, they attribute divinity to them in one form or another, and they worship them, they spend time at their graves, making dua to them, and whosoever approaches them and even utters any half of a word to advise them not to do that then they have enmity great enmity towards any those people the people of sunnah the people of tawheed because they've been deceived by the shaitan and they've been deceived by their imams to believe that you should 
praise those in the graves and respect them by doing these actions and that your dua will not be answered except if you do this and that is the only way to your salvation and this is how you show love and it to them and whoever approaches you and say half of a word to make you go away from this then abandon them and go away from them and have enmity toward them indeed they have no value and you can do whatever and you want with them their blood and their wealth is not haram any upon you so indeed this is a sad and state for us to see and this is reality this occurs and and there are groups and the people and masajids that call to these types of things and they are known and they are known so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us firm and upon and to heed and sunnah for indeed it is a great blessing and a great blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided us and to the sunnah has guided us and to tawheed and to what our pious predecessors and he were upon Allah azza wa jal has protected us and he from that deceit of the shaitan has caused and to the innovators that they fall into shirk and worship the righteous and he besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and even raised the righteous and he to a level that nobody and he has not even a prophet or a messenger they raised them and to a level and in which and the level of divinity to level and the of divinity so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he to protect us and to keep us firm wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad